It's time for the Little Agency That Roars podcast, a podcast that connects you with talented and brilliant people. And that's all of us. We are available wherever you stream your podcast. So go ahead and find us and subscribe. I'm your host, Michael Fasoni, and let's get started. Oh, just a show crasher. You felt like she was a show crasher? Everyone knew she was. Interesting. Well, even the producers, even they even quit showing her. Yeah. Yeah, she was toxic. That's not what that show is for. Mm. That show isn't... Um, what Paradise? What's that show on Netflix where it's just like all perfect tens? Too hot to handle. There you go. Mm. I mean, that's not what this is. Yeah, that's my fixed. My fix for when I'm waiting for the next season also, of Love is Blind. Well, let's just we'll talk yes. about it. Yes, all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sitting here with Lenita Cook, film critic, author. Yes. What else are you? Oh, gosh. A film critic, author. I You're am... on the Film Coalition. Yes. You're, you've just been called Oprah-like. <laughs> you... <laughs> I'm going to dive hard into this article, by the way. Oh, wow. <laughs> Tim just shared it with me five minutes before you got here. Oh, have so, you read it yet? Lucky. I, I'm, I have it right. I literally oh. just read it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Tim. Yeah. You're your fantastic producer. <clears throat> so you were here recently because we had to redo our episode that Tim's dog ate. And we will never capture that lightning again, but we can, um, you know, we tried. We are here this time because you and I want to discuss uh, Love is Blind. Yes. Most importantly. Yes. Okay. Before we do that. Tell everyone what's what's happened with you, what's new between, what, in the last month and a half, two months? Yeah. Oh, that's a big question. I think I said that the last time. Well, according to this article, a lot's new. Um, so uh, not much is new, actually. Oh, okay. I, I'm still being a film critic. I uh, am still interviewing. That is my favorite thing to do is interview folks. Um <laughs> I am still uh, with Kansas Creative Arts Industry Commission with the Kansas Department of Commerce. I uh, am East Central Kansas field rep. I am uh, designing season uh, season two, year two of uh, the critical writing program for the state. And um, I am also the president of the Friends Circle for Johnson County Arts and Heritage Museum. I am also on the advisory board for uh, Arts Council of Johnson County and uh, some other stuff. Yeah. Um, on the Grow Kansas Film Committee. Uh, so, you know, here and there. Cool. Um, I did learn something. I learned a few things in this little piece here, but I, I liked, uh, it said Michelle Davidson discovers you via the examiner. So, yeah. So Michelle Davidson, um, is somebody that I always bring up when, if anybody's ever interested in my story, um, I think we talked about that. I wrote this book, um, and I wanted to have it traditionally published, but it was during a time when nobody was touching vampire properties with the 10-foot pole because the market was just oversaturated with vampires. This is during Twilight and Vampire Diaries and True Blood. Nobody needed, like, they're ready to move on to the next great thing. And I had written this vampire novel. Uh, and so I said, well, let me self-publish it. 
And a part of that is con- doing your own marketing. And what I did um, was I signed up at examiner.com, which is where uh, your <clears throat> producer, Tim English, uh, was also a film critic, and he and I met, and uh, our friendship has blossomed. Um, but from there, local filmmakers started reaching out and saying, hey, can you review my film? And because it's my own column, I'm going, yes, of course, I'd love to. And Michelle Davidson was one of them at the time. I think she had only made one short film. Uh, She's made features, and she's been all over. You know Michelle. She's No, I don't. You don't know Michelle? I just, I've met her once or twice just because of uh, KC Live or whatever the show used to be called, or Mm -hmm. Better KC, Mm -hmm. forget the name. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just uh, met her on the show. I didn't know she was a director or producer. Oh, my gosh. Or writer. She what is, are she is prolific. She uh, is the president of MoMA right now, correct? Oh, okay. Yeah, and they are kind of spearheading the march toward uh, tax film incentive being reinstated for the uh, state of Missouri. And uh, she, when I knew her uh, best, she was the president of Kansas City Women in Film and Television. That organization has since rebranded, um, but she uh, founded and designed the short screenplay contest. Um, she, I mean, she's just incredible. She's oh, a, sounds like someone we should talk to. Yeah, she's a maker. Um, and she, she at the time, had only made one short film. She's made features and written for, I think, CBS. I mean, like, she's done incredible things. And, and by CBS, I mean CBS National, right? Um, she's super cool, down to earth, super sweet. Um, and I interviewed her. And at the end of the interview for examiner.com, she said, this is the best interview I've ever had. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. You know? And so she invited me to become a member of Casey Wift. I did, uh, got to see how things are moving and shaking. I was not, um, really, uh, operating, uh, strongly in the community. I was just learning, just meeting people. This is probably a decade ago. And, Um, that's what she was doing. I'm not sure what she was doing professionally, but she became the co-host of Kansas City Live at Channel 41. And she asked if I would come and be one of the film critics there. And uh, Tim English, your fabulous producer, was the Mm -hmm. other film critic. And he and I, we have worked together so many times. We used to have a podcast together. Um, So yeah, super cool. And uh, I said, yes, of course. I'd never worked in television. Well, that's not true. I used to host a show uh, called The Artist Tree at Kansas City, Kansas Community College. But this was me interviewing other people, which I love and enjoy uh, and work to develop, right? This was the first time I was the guest (laughs) and being interviewed um, and tapped for my knowledge. So uh, it was something that I'd never done that made me very nervous, Um, but they were very gracious and allowed us to evolve. Um, and, And so Michelle extended that to me. And from there, you know. But she would invite you onto the show to do film reviews. So and Tim, and I, Tim and I um, alternated 
uh, Fridays, I think. So he would come on one Friday. I would come on the next Friday. Oh, this Friday. was a weekly thing. Yeah. So, oh, yes. Okay. And then he and I would come on together to do, like, specialty shows, like oh, Oscars okay. and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. So we were the Kansas City Live Film Critics. Okay. Um, I didn't know that you were the only... Where is that line here? You're the only black representative here, only black member of the Kansas City Film Critics Circle? Yes. Yeah, so Tim is our Tim's treasurer. Not, Tim's not black. Yeah, Tim, Tim's not black. No. He looked like he might be a little, little something, little something, something, <laughs> <laughs> but he's not black. Um, yeah, so I'm the only... A black member. I don't know how long that's been. Tim has been a member of uh, Kansas City. How many Film people are are, are about members? Thirty. Uh, yeah, it's it's close to thirty. Yeah. That kind of shocked me when I read that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, not from a race perspective, just from a numbers perspective. You know. Um, anyway. Yeah. But great article. Um, I, I did print this out because I wanted to read it and reference it and take notes. And my computer screen would be in the way if I had my computer pulled up and I wouldn't be able to see your beautiful face. And I want to see your beautiful face. So tell face. me. <laughs> but tell, where was this article published and where can people find it? It's published at KansasCityMag.com. Is that the link you sent me? Let me look. And it's in there. In their print publication as well. Pull it up here real quick. If I had known you were doing this, I would have brought my copy of the print. It was like, I think the first time. Oh, this says, this says, hold on. The first time I've been in a magazine. So I have to say thank you to Sean Edwards. KansasCityMag.com, February 23rd edition. Thank you, KansasCityMag.com. And I have to say thank you to Sean Edwards. Sean Edwards is well-known film critic and uh, film producer here in Kansas City, but he's also known across the nation. He is um, on the board of the Critics' Choice Association. And for for me, it's <laughs> the way this went, he called me and he was like, hey, I'm going to, no, or maybe you texted me, he said, hey, I'm going to need some more info for the article. And I was like, what article, <laughs> you know? And he was like, the article I'm writing about you. And I was like, Sean, you are writing an article about me. So he didn't tell me. He just kind of oh. slides into conversations like this. And I was like, I had no idea. And I didn't realize it had been published. And a friend of mine that lives in Omaha, Nebraska, texted me and said, congratulations on the article. And I was like, what article? I was like, you know, because I write articles all the time. And, and he was like, the one about you? And I was like, <gasps> and so I went and I Googled it. And then I found this piece about me and Sean um, to take everything that he is and everything, all the trust that he's built over all of this time and use that to, to shape how people see me. Um, I was just so grateful. Well, give yourself some credit there. Well, thank you. But um, that's a huge deal when somebody, um, I don't know if you know Sean, but every single time I've been in public with him, somebody has come up, not just one somebody, but lots of somebody's, can I get an autograph? Can I get a photo with you? Mm. You know? And so he really is um, 
one of the most trusted voices in film criticism. And, and so that's a huge deal for him to write an article like that because it is so glowing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's well, and deal. going back to, you know, the reason why I was curious about your connection with Michelle, um, not because I know her, I've met her once or twice, but because that <clears throat> it was her, um, it was her privilege to give you the opportunity to come onto her show. Yes. And she gave you that platform. Well, y- you know. And just because she yes. wanted to and she liked you and she connected with you. Yes, yes. Michelle, I think. Um, but it's neat when other people hold other people up like that, I guess, is where I was going. Yeah, well, and Michelle is such a community uh, supporter. And not just community supporter uh, broadly, but the filmmaking community. And so for her to, and I say this because I believe, and in my experience, when people are thinking about film, the last people they think about, if at all, are film critics. And so for her to see an opportunity and have this opportunity and make this opportunity available is a rarity because people are not really, when they you know conduct panels or, right, they're not saying, Oh, let's get those film critics in the room. <laughs> like n- we are usually the ones that are thought about last, if at all. Well, I'm sure it's a category that's been immensely watered down um, increasingly in the last ten years by the inter- internet because everyone's a critic. Yes, everyone can be a film critic, and anyone looking for that critic piece can email their cousin or coworker or hey, write this or can you do that or um, yes. they no longer need to hire or look to. The professionals in that city or that yes. county or that country. Yes. Um, you know, we used to watch uh, Siskel and Ebert once a week. Yes. As a nation. <laughs> as a nation, we looked to two individuals. Mm-hmm. But that's when we only had, you know, 100 or so channels. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. we have a thousand or so. A thousand or so plus, like you said, the interwebs. And yeah, and then, yeah, <laughs> multiply indefinitely the amount of everything else. And so. Everything is going to be a lot more. Yeah. Speaking of a lot more, mm-hmm. we are getting, thank goodness, a lot more content. It's juicy. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix is still on a roll. <laughs> you know, um, they got some hot stuff right now between the Waco doc, um, but we are here to talk about Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Which, okay, so let's talk about this. I think we're discovering it's season four. Yes. You and I have been deep since season one. Yes. Not together, but we found out, you know, about a year ago when we met that we had both our mutual, yes, affinity for Love is Blind. (laughs) Aren't you ready for Nick and Vanessa? Is it Vanessa? Lachey. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so Nick and Vanessa Lachey, this is their um, this is their little social experiment that they put on. Just FYI. the rest of the details you can you can read about yeah. how the show is structured, but don't you think it's time that they kind of come out and like reveal some truths and kind of what they're they've learned because they've learned a lot more and seen a lot more than we have as the viewer. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they do that particularly in the live reunion shows. They may not say what we've learned, but I think they show us. Like in season three, so we're currently in season four, but in season three, there were two examples of 
things that we that they could have kept from us as viewers that they put on display. There was one character or one person. This is a reality show. And I don't remember his name, but uh, he was clearly on the show specifically to get famous, maybe? I'm not exactly sure. The I, know one, what you're ta- I, I yeah. know what you mean. Yeah, and spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you what happened. Um, he faked a tear. Do you remember this? Was this the eyedrop guy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so... In and the, they... Go ahead. Yeah, and in the re- the live reunion, they kind of called back to it and let they us... They all made fun of it, They all made fun of <laughs> you know? And then the second thing that happened, which I felt was far more serious, is a part of uh, one of the couples, um, I don't remember his name, but her name is Zenab, right? Correct. Yeah. And there was a controversy within their, their relationship um, that I think was in- incredibly polarizing and I think also quite serious. And one thing that they did was after you see the two of them arguing about how something went down, they went back and aired the footage for us, mm-hmm. you know, just so we know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's no matter how some, how true something appears on, on TV or sounds on audio, um, yeah, editing and what you don't see can make a big difference. Make a huge difference. I just, I wish as a, as a fan, mm-hmm. <laughs> as mm-hmm. a consumer of the show, I wish that they would make minor tweaks each season. To what kind mi- of what kind of tweaks? Okay, so to mitigate some of uh, some of what they've learned from each season, because I don't think. What we've learned, I think, love really is not blind. It has sure. twenty twenty vision. Yeah, it does. And it, and it has eyes in the back of its head. Yes. I mean, because, you know, we're, you may be getting one couple um, out of each season. Mm-hmm. What is that, roughly six couples? Yeah, well, I think we should know that. Yeah. But it's around six couples. Mm-hmm. So you're getting roughly one successful relationship. Yes. You know, And you're going for 100%, but that's, you know. You would like for it to be 100%. And... I think, but do the, something to mitigate that. I, I think that blind aspect. Like maybe, okay, you know, they talk through a wall and they propose before they even see each other physically. But maybe there needs to be something because you run into issues where in season one sticks out with um, uh, the tall, beautiful blonde and the um, short ethnic man. Yeah, the short ethnic short man. men are going to do well <laughs> in that show. Let's face it. Um, yeah, that you know, was, that was, and that was not what she wanted, yeah. no matter how it was good through the wall. And, you know, kind of this episode, we have Zach, who's seemingly a great guy, but he has some goofy nuances that would get in the way of some people. You know, Zach is kind of wild though. Zach, um, can, you know, can, could be interpreted as, let me make sure this dude is not dangerous because I think a lot of the contestants were also like... Okay, but he's also a criminal defense attorney. So he has to be highly... One, he has to be a good listener. Yeah. And he has to be highly interpretive and analytical. Yes. I think that's why he had the foresight to not put himself through the ringer with Irina. He could have dragged that out the entire show. Mm-hmm. He very easily could have dragged that out the entire show, just like several men or women have in yes. the other seasons. Yes. Knowing it's not going to work. Yeah, because this is a, instead a, an he, opportunity. Instead, yeah. he knew, look, I'm, I'm here to do this. I'm here to actually meet someone, and I can tell you're not going to turn. 
Um, yeah, so we're going to have to get into the nitty-gritty then because uh, and the, we might have some light spoilers here. Is that okay? The show's already aired. Yeah, it's already aired. <laughs> please, we, we don't please. see it before anyone else. <laughs> right, right, right. So we have to go home at <laughs> Friday at five and <laughs> right. I'm like salivating. Just Run. drop it already. <laughs> so for me, um, Zach and Arena, I think goes very much to what you're talking about. However. I'm wondering if it actually can be mitigated because this particular couple, he was going between two women. I'm in love with both women. It doesn't fix the Zach and Arena situation at all, no. Because no. that that you have to meet that human and you have to meet that person. What well, fixes But the, the other one that he was in love with warned him and she said, if you were to choose Irina, it would make me question your ability to process someone's character. But to me, she only gets to use that like twice because that whole nature of the show is literally dating a dozen people at once. Not physically, but you know, that's the whole point of the show. Yes. So, I mean, let's, Yeah. you can have that excuse, but you can't have it throughout the entire yeah. show. But there was only one. So yeah, well, I guess what we get to see as viewers may not be what the the contestants are privy to, because what we got to see as view, right, viewers true. is that no one in the house liked Irina, except for Micah, Micah, who later, right, it's like, hmm, maybe I was wrong to like you when there are this many people in the house who feel a certain way about you. Maybe it's not them, when all. 30 or however many people. That's happened in, that happened last episode with that man who was kind of a, I don't know, I forgot who it was, but when everyone was kind of like, sir, you need to just stop talking when they did the reunion. Oh, Cole? Maybe that was it. It was Cole and Zanab. Okay. Yeah, right? Cole he, making fun of the way she was eating. This is, okay, yeah. so we're going back to season three, mm-hmm. Cole and Zanab, and him making fun of the way she was eating. Right, and we never saw that. Right, we right. never saw it. And then after the reunion... Right, they, they showed that footage. They showed the footage, and it was as he said it went, not as she said it Correct. went. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's a, that's a case of them being privy to something that we don't know. And then in this case with Zach and Irina, we're all privy to what's happening in the quarters with the women, that mm-hmm. all of the women, but Zach doesn't know that. All he's doing is feeling hey, can this. Can we talk through. about something else? Do they not give them beds to sleep in? And we never. They're see always them sleeping on the sofa. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Like in stacks. <laughs> The women, you know, guys don't do that, but like women are like sleeping together, like literally together, cuddling yeah. on a sofa. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, they're there for how long? Maybe three weeks. I don't know. They, they said it at one point yeah, how long yeah, they're there for. It's very short. But you're not there for a couple. I mean, yeah. give me a bed to sleep in. At least make it one of those communal like Big Brother rooms where you can put like four beds in one room. Too hot to handle. If I can't have my this own bed. This is the other show that I watch. But I have to sleep. Yeah. Hold on. I have to sleep on a sofa <laughs> and then wake up and be have my A game and talk to strangers. <laughs> no, I'm tired. I just slept on a sofa. Yeah. And you know the food's terrible. Mm. I shouldn't say that. But they're I always eating carry out. 
I, I will say this. Which isn't bad. I'm sure they have great craft services. Yeah. I'm going to go on a rant here about the living quarters. because <laughs> And maybe there are beds. I love that that's something that you notice because I... Well, I like to see how the show's nice, produced. Yeah. I want to see yeah. where it's produced, where it's, you know, where it's shot. And um, it's obviously it's in a warehouse somewhere. And I think perhaps the reason we don't see them in beds when they're dating is because we see them in beds as couples later. And, and that bed... Well, we see them in beds when they're dating. I'm talking about when they're living in their living quarters when they're first in the beginning phases yeah. Yeah. and it's the guys and the girls and their little camps. Yes, but the bed is symbolic on in the show. Sleeping on sofas and the floors. Yeah, but the bed is symbolic in the show. Just stop it. Okay, don't. It okay. is not symbolic. <laughs> it, oh. Give your guest a place to stand. <laughs> is the chair you're sitting in symbolic? Should I make you stand and well, do the podcast? Well, if we, if we mean that no, this, I want is, you to be uh, this is a symbol of our growing love, then yes. <laughs> I want you to be comfortable, though, so you can have the best interview. Yes. I would want, if I'm spending that much time and money on a production... And I'm saying all this, and they probably get amazing beds. Who knows? Right. That's but what I'm saying. You want BTS. What's that? Uh, behind the scenes. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a quick one. So, well, I just wanted to know why yeah. they sleep on the sofa. Yeah. that, uh, And that's what I'm saying. I think that for a curious viewer like you who is actually interested in uh, pulling the curtain uh, so you can see a little bit of how the magic is made, I think that they should produce a behind the scenes at least episode that would be fire it'd be fun to know how I, I like to know how things are produced made yeah you know I can appreciate that um, for me the infrastructure when I watch the, the full series the bed um, is always a point of are you gonna do it or are you not gonna do it are you gonna wait or are you gonna consummate this do what a- sleep Together. <laughs> it. What? Go to bed? Yeah, yes, go to bed with What's each it? other. <laughs> you know. How old are you? <laughs> you know what it is? <laughs> All right, I guess we'll just move on. Oh, so it um, would be consummating. I'm kidding. The, oh. So <laughs> you see it as a symbol. I just see it. Okay, great. Yeah. They, that's the bed because the Lenita, there is no bed in the other place because they haven't met each other yet. But anyway. Right. When they're in their separated living quarters, I'm can just, I just want to know what they eat and where they sleep. Well, I mean, they... You know what? I'll watch the credits. I'll see who craft services is. <laughs> <laughs> and then I mean, but they do have this good food because, uh, and I feel bad because I know Zach and Arena's name is who's the girl, the other girl? Is it Bonnie? Bliss. Bliss. How could I forget Bliss? My yeah. niece's name is Bliss. Um, so Bliss, we see her cooking meals and baking. So they have food. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, and it's a it's a huge, and that right there is a huge part of the twist and turns in their relationship. Yeah, food. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Bliss, Zach's birthday in arena on Zach's birthday. All right. Okay. It's a huge deal. Okay. Yeah, and then it was also over food that they had their little squabble. Okay. Mm-hmm. How bad do you want to see, because you know it starts off and there's, let's just say, 20 men, 20 women. You end up with, what, six and six? Okay. Um, I want to see all the other couples who, you know, go on the pod 
and maybe make it 30 seconds. <laughs> like, or I just think, walk. I want to see the, the, the walkouts. I want to see the conversations. They show us that. Yeah, they show like, um, you know, they don't even give you a minute or two of it. I, I feel satisfied. I, want, I, want like, I feel satisfied. I want like American Idol. I want a season of just the outtakes. <laughs> I want an episode of just the, the dirt. Just, you know, the people who walked in and the guy said this and she said, oh, hell no, and walked out. Or, yeah. you know, the time when Bliss fell asleep when he was proposing. <laughs> oh, was, no, 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 it wasn't Bliss. Or whoever, was, but you know what I mean? What, what's her name? Is show, it? Me more of, show me more of these gaffes of, you know, just because it's a goofy reality thing. And it's a, it's a, it was a, uh, what was her name? You know is what it I mean. Tiffany? What is her name? Oh, because she, she, be, it's important because she I she's, thought it was bl- I thought it was Bliss. Bliss is, did she, I don't think so, because it was Tiffany and Brett. Is Brett's girlfriend, I, I don't know why I can remember the dudes' names, but I can't remember the chicks' names, the, the ladies. Yes, so it's Tiffany. Tiffany and Brett, Brett was pouring his heart out to Tiffany, and they are our our easy couple, because like you said, every yeah, season there's an easy couple. Tiffany and Brett are our easy couple. But that time in the pods, he's pouring his heart out to her. And then he's like, hey, are you there? And she's <laughs> asleep <laughs> on the other side of the wall. Are you sure it was her? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm sure. But yeah, you're right. It's And we were talking about how love really isn't blind, but... You do get one kind of, not kind of, you get one shoe in. Yes. And it just works. It's not like it's casted that way, and maybe it is. Who cares? If it is, lie to me then. Um, But it's, um, yeah, you get one couple that just seamlessly. Who was the first easy couple in season one? I was was convinced that they came to the show a couple. Lauren. (laughs) I won't remember that far back. Yeah, Lauren. Yeah. They they do very well on social media. People love them so much, but they were the first ones. Are you, are you wait? Do you follow them? Do you follow people from the show? Uh, occasionally, like I will. I don't uh-huh. follow anybody, uh-huh. but I will kind of go down a rabbit hole to see where they are right now. Because uh-huh. like I I have checked up on Lauren and what's his name, Lauren. Her man, her husband, right? I, I don't. From, Why are you asking Tim from season one? Because I, I, he's the producer, and I. Thought. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did have the season four people pulled up, but I don't have all of them pulled okay, up. Okay, so. okay. So uh, I don't remember his name. I need to get an iPad in here. And and they seem to be going strong. Uh, they have a great following on uh, YouTube. They do a number of different shows. So, like, yeah, so they, they have their own YouTube shows that they do. And they get, you know, lots of engagement. And, yeah, um, like, um, what was the cat from last season that made Smoke Show? He said that, and everybody's using the phrase Smoke Show. I don't know, but I know who he said it about. He said it in terms of Raven. <laughs> I know you loved Raven. <laughs> okay, so, and that's another thing. The show is becoming, I felt like it was just very um, organically casted the first season. Mm-hmm. Second season, trying to make it like season one. Mm-hmm. Then I feel like third season and now fourth season, they're trying a little too hard to make it diverse. They're trying to cast diversity. 
You know what I mean? I don't know what you mean. Well, okay, so season three, we had a spicy Latina. Oh, you mean Raven. Like ethnic diversity. Yeah, we had the same, but it's the same type of human. Raven and Jackie, mm. they're the same type of person, more or less. And I think we're seeing, that's what I'm saying, I'm seeing the same type of people cast Raven? in three. Yeah, but not just Raven, across the I, men and I women, Ra- too. Raven ain't black? I think Raven is black. From last season? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Well, it doesn't. I mean, F, race doesn't really matter. I'm just saying it's the same sure. type of... I, I mean, I could be but wrong, but her, I always look read at her flag. Look at her compared to... Um, Jackie. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, so... And, and Jacqueline. Jack, Jack, that's how you... Jacqueline. That's how you know... Cut me if that, I don't say it right. That's how you know you're in for... Yeah. Yeah. Because at first you meet her as Jackie, and yeah. then when they revealed her full name, it made its perfect sense. It's yeah. Like, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I... I I, so when you say the same type of what you mean because they're bodied, sexy, uh, just super... It's not just physical. It's personality. It's Oh, no. I think that Raven had a completely different... So Raven was one of my favorite contestants. Jackie is somebody that I think might be a little dangerous for her own... For herself. <laughs> Um, oh, I do. Is she? <laughs> I think so. Well, dangerous for herself? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that she can't, um, I, I don't think that she can function in a relationship if that relationship isn't dramatic or maybe even traumatic. But see, Raven was like that and she just had to be... You thought Raven was like that? See, I thought she was so... She admitted she was. I feel. Of course, he did her wrong at the end. Yeah, I so with Raven, I I felt like when she said drama, I felt like she meant excitement, right? I think that she needed thrills, right? Um, She needed a little bit of whirlwind and more at adventure. When I say drama about Jackie, I think um, we need. We need to be hurting each other. We need to be, uh, pu- you know, pushing each other's buttons, trying to get a rise out of each other. Um, I, f- I feel like um, with this contestant, this this particular character, that she is the type of woman. Um, she is so beautiful. She's so smart. Um, but she strikes me as the kind of woman that no matter what you do she's not going to be able to experience the love that you send her way. Did you think that her, when you realized that her and Marshall were going to be a thing or try to be a thing, what did you think of that? I think that she wants to be loved. No, what do you think of her and what do you think of Marshall for her? I felt, so Marshall, for me, strikes me as an old-fashioned Man, he—it's a mixed match. It's a—it doesn't work. He's actually the kind of man that she needs, but she she doesn't know it. Mm. Yeah, he's the kind of man that he's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. She doesn't want a gentleman. She doesn't want one, but she needs one. Well, she needs one. We don't always get what we. Yeah, she putting herself out here. She's gonna get Josh with the cauliflower (laughs) ear. That's how <laughs> Josh. <laughs> I want to know his story. I, I you know, I um, I, I X just fighter. I mean, what's his? I don't looks, even know. It what sounds to say interesting. About Josh. Yeah, he he. Um, I, I thought he was an interesting um, 
character. But, but Marshall and her a, don't. An interesting monkey wrench. Those aren't two people who meet if they're out in the wild. Um, and that's a lot of the people. Okay, so and that's here's a lot the thing. Of the, that's most Marshall, people. in terms of his looks, he kind of fine. He got the light eyes. I don't necessarily go for that, but I know ladies like that on a day. I mean, guys like that on guys too, right? Um, he has nice eyes. You're right. And, and he got a purdy mouth, okay? <laughs> he really does. What? <laughs> yes, he's got a purdy mouth. Okay. Like the the shape of his lips, The his teeth are very nice, and they're not all straight and perfect. There's a okay. little bit of character there. Okay. But I think he... To his teeth? Yeah. Yeah. I, I really I've like... I've never heard anyone s- describe <laughs> teeth as having character, and now I love that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he has an interesting look, but he also has a plain look. Like, he's an old-fashioned dude. If he had his hair more like... Someone said he looked like Carlton from Fresh Prince. Carlton. Yeah. Someone on the show said that. Yeah, yeah, by yeah. The way. right, right, right. I, I, I don't. I mean, a taller Carlton. Mm, because he's a plain dude. Right. And and well, and that's not Jackie's style. It's not Jacqueline. Yeah. Is that yeah. him, Tim? That's him. Yeah, that's him. He's a good, good-looking kind cat. Of a soft jawline. He had a soft jawline. If he you know, he's got a little too like a chin implant, and then he's just too he nice. Grew out his curls and. Like beefed up, right? He might could get Jackie for a little longer, but what turns her off is not the way he looks. It's because she said it. We're not having sex. When she said that, she's like, "Dude, we're not." I didn't know that. I thought they were sleeping together. No. So when she, when when she said that, I I kind of was like on her side. I'm like, "Dude, how? Show this woman some. She wants you to want her, and eh, what are you doing? Besides kissing her forehead. I mean, I get it, but." Mm. He was trying to be a little too, a little too good. I guess. A little too I, I don't old know what, fashioned. Well, I don't know what the word is, but I mean, you I know, think old fashioned is kind of. You're going to get married. <laughs> you're going to get married in two weeks, and I didn't, you know, because usually on the show, and I say that because, as you know, usually on the show, the couples disclose to each other, hey, "Have you slept together or not?" Oh, you know, we're going to wait till this, or right. we're going to do it tonight, or I'm right. going to try it tomorrow, or yeah, we did it last night. You know, right. six the times. Bed is important. Here we go with the bed. Exactly <laughs> the bed. But but with them, it was just assumed. I don't know why I I did that. Um, so when she said she's like, "We're not having sex," you're not. You've never even like, well, Marshall. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I I think Marshall. He's, Blowing uh, it, I, pun intended. I, and see, I, I he's not blowing it. <laughs> he's not blowing, he's not blowing it. anything. <laughs> and I like that you are on Jackie's side because I felt completely the opposite. Hello. I was on Marshall's side. I, I, I think a good, nice guy is the way to go. But I am also an old-fashioned kind of girl, so I can appreciate a man. Hold on, you don't know that Josh isn't a wonderful man. Josh. Hmm. We're, we're saying that he's, we're saying Marshall's the gentleman, and he is, seemingly. He's a gentleman. And we're saying that right, Josh isn't. Right. Hey, look, maybe Josh just came from a really rough background, seemingly, like, I say that word a lot, right, in this episode, but just like Jackie has alluded to, she's alluded that she has this very, you know, hard um, family interesting life. Interesting upbringing yeah. that has led her to some 
um, unfortunate bias when it comes to dating. Yeah. You know, it's really given her some large walls to put up. Mm-hmm. And maybe Josh has those same walls for the same reasons or for different reasons. I was, and he's just a quality dude waiting to meet someone who he can see that, you know, that they say a good relationship is like holding up a mirror. Yeah. Well, I will and say I this. That, when I was young in my 20s, I think I was kind of hot to try it, right? Like I live real good. And, <laughs> and so... I feel like when you are a good-looking chick, maybe you're not good-looking, but people treat you like you're good-looking, you have these standards that work against you, right? And I, for me, Jackie uh, is the one that the, the issues, the challenges that she has is the one that I personally, as a woman, identify with looking at the young me, Right? Looking at the young me, I'm like, oh, I remember when somebody would try to be good to me and I just couldn't do it. I'm just like, you a scrub because for no other reason than you're trying to be good to me, mm-hmm. right? And this is something that I think she has to address, right? That's all I saw. But you see something else, right? Because I think... Marshall is, because she does a lot of... There's certain people in this world, and this isn't being biased, men or women, no matter your age, no matter your ethnicity, Mm -hmm. no matter your sexual orientation, who when they leave the house or when they go out into the world, they draw attention. I mean, there's just those types of people out there. You know, I've met men like that. I've met women like that. Yes. And, And we see it as a wonderful thing. But I think, yeah, I think it can be a curse because, yeah, let's just take Jackie. Let's just keep talking about her. Yeah. That woman's been hit on every day of her life since yes. she's been 18. Yes, probably much younger. Well, yeah, but let's just yeah. you know, say 18. And uh, you know what I mean, whatever. Well, I think so, it's but important my, so, but to, when you, that happens, to, you never, to place it. She's telling her the truth. So when you are conditioned, mm. and I think this happens to everybody, like you said, uh, you know, when you're conditioned that all you have to do is step out the house and people are going to give you this attention. Well, when not that, conditioned. It's just, it's just, the, it's, and a it's not a problem. No, no. it's a problem. Um, okay, let's, let's back up because mm-hmm. it's not no one's fault the way they came out. Yeah, I'm not saying she's the problem. I'm saying that she's a beautiful woman. Like she's super gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, and and I know you love Raven, which is why I think you put the two of them together. I do, but Jackie, (laughs) Jackie's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's got that LDR nose. (laughs) What they what they got a smoke show? No, move that Lana Del Rey Fendi bag. Yeah, that landed. The dude that said smoke show was his name was Bartise. Ooh, Bartise. Bartise. There you go. Yes. He liked Bartise. I loved Bartise. What's in this bag? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know what's in the Oh, no, it's bag. the, I forgot. It's the refill event. So Lana Del Rey, behind the voice, behind the video. But she has that LDR nose. Oh, She's got okay. that. You like that sleek look. Jackie has a lot going for her. Jackie's, uh, yeah. Excuse me, she, Jacqueline. Yeah, yeah. Jacqueline, she is hot stuff. And by the way, to trot. When you're on these shows, how bad your socials blow up? Could you imagine? (laughs) Yeah. Every guy, every girl. This is why they want to stay on the show. Like somebody like Raven, you know that she's launched her own workout 
program. Oh, and uh, yeah. the blonde guy, the realtor from last episode, goofy nice guy, got ditched at the altar. From last season? Yeah. Um, um, goofy. Who looked just like his mother. <laughs> I don't anyway, remember. Anyway, he's, he's on another uh, Netflix um, show right now. Mm. I, I just caught a preview of it somewhere a few weeks ago. Yeah. So they're kind of making the rounds. Yeah, they made. So, like, uh, I watched Too Hot like to Handle. Just like other reality shows. And there was a contestant from Too Hot to Handle, maybe season two, uh, who ended up being the host. That was the show. Oh, Too Hot to Handle? he was on. Was it season one? I don't know. That that one they I've bring in. I've never watched the show. I don't oh. even know how, why, how I caught this portion that I did. So the, the way that I got on Too Hot to Handle is my daughter watched Too Hot to Handle before I did because uh, I don't really actually watch reality TV. And there was uh, on Love is Blind. Why are you here? Because <laughs> I love Love is Blind. You're here to talk about reality TV. I'm here to talk specifically about Love is Blind. <laughs> but let <laughs> me tell you, so there is a, um, what was it? Was it season two or season three? I don't remember. Where one of them broke up and then they went to a party and brought their new person who was not a contestant on Love is Blind. And my daughter was like, oh, that's such and such from Too Hot to Handle. Season was, one. Was it season one? Mm -hmm. And I was like, they brought somebody from another Netflix show onto this one. So we watched Too Hot to Handle together. And then I think season two, one of the contestants ended up being a host on Dated and Related. Right? Dated and Related? Terrible title. Is that what it means? The worst title. They're dating and they're related? <laughs> it is the worst Seriously? title. No, is that what it means? No. So oh. that's, it's called Dated and Related. And when I when I saw that, I was like, this is inappropriate. Why would it, they do this? You're killing me. What does it mean? So it means that you go on as siblings or cousins or something like that, and you try to set each other up with other siblings, cousins. So everybody... Mm. Yeah, it's I didn't gross. Yeah, I, 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 I what network is this? It's on Netflix. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I say it really like I seek these things out. They find me. Yeah, um. they find you. They're hunting you. <laughs> no, they know. And they trap Do you. Want you. some of these? I can't. Thank you though. I get hungry. They're my favorite uh, M and M, the peanut M and M. I have popcorn. Num nums. Um. So. Let me ask you this. Would you go on the show? Love is Blind? Mm-hmm. I feel like, I'll be honest, I feel like it would have to be like Love is Blind 40 plus. <laughs> there because, does seem to be an age cutoff. Yeah, there seems to be an age cutoff. Yeah. Um, well, what's her face? Tiffany's 36. Yes. and, and She's I pushing it. Yeah, I think she's pushing it, even though she's a young Girl, but I wouldn't be surprised. You know, they are trying to mix it up. I wouldn't be surprised if you see younger and some older. Why not? Well, how blind is love? I've mm, dated with giant age gaps. Really? You, you oh, were God, the old. Yeah. You were the older or the younger? I was the young one. Oh, oh, you got it like that, huh? Tell me about the age gap. No. <laughs> no. Ten years? More. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I wasn't, I was, I was probably 40 though. 
you were 40? At the time. Are you older than 40 now? You didn't. Anyway, that doesn't matter. I would not have thought you were older than 40. Well, thank you. Yeah. Young appearance. I love it. It, Yeah, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, But no, I've dated with huge age gaps. Hmm. It usually works for me. works when they're uh, older. So so what I hear you saying is I don't mind younger, but they're younger, and that's difficult these days. You would be interested in a season of Love is Blind where there were older people dating or you want some older no, people I'm just in saying, the mix? No, I'm saying just like Tiffany was is a little bit old at 36 for the show so far. Yeah. Let's see someone come in at 44 and yeah. see what happens. Oh, I appreciate that. Because, again, it's blind. Yeah. So let's see if, you know, if a 21-year-old from wherever can match up with this 46-year-old from... Yeah. I mean, let's see what happens. Yeah. Is it blind enough to bridge a 25, well, 20 you know, year age gap? I, I think that was part of what. Well, let's get. With, let's get. But Nancy and Bartiste, because she was, what, a decade older than him? I don't. I don't. I yeah, don't know. she was in her 30s and he was that. like 22 or 24, which is. This is well, that's when six I, years. Most of these people are in their 30s. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, I think she was 34 and he was like 22. I think that's, I think that's what the age difference was, which is why. That's. Pr- yeah, when I say he's he was a young man, this was something that Nancy would say because everybody knows. I don't that. think that's a big age gap, to be honest. Huh. I think if you are 22 and you're dating somebody 29, you are dating too old for yourself. Unless you are the most... Seven years? In your 20s. Maybe not if you're 32, right? But 22 is a baby. If you are 22, listen to me. No, no, no. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. You're right. And that's why I had a little bit more leniency for... Bartiste. I think two things. He was young, trying to discover himself, really wanted to be in love, but he doesn't understand just how young he actually is. And I think this experience kind of said, wait a minute, I'm a little too young. And then, of course, you know mm-hmm. how I feel about the. I also think, okay, and this is the political else. issue. This is something else I wanted to bring up. What political issue? I think that he uh, lost his interest. Hey, hey, what, what, what? <laughs> I think he Tim's lost... Tim's working over here. <laughs> I think he lost his interest in Nancy because he is pro-life. Thank you, sir. Oh, that's right. And she... That was a big deal. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it was a big deal for him. And and I... Sorry, we're chewing gum. <laughs> deal with it. This podcast is brought to you by Dentine Ice <laughs> and LaCroix. And so delicious and peanut M&M's. Do you want another Croy? No, thank you. I actually have four flavors on hand. I'll be belching into this thing, so no thank you. (laughs) Good. (laughs) See what you had for breakfast. Mm. Nothing yet. I have not eaten yet today. I've been working since uh, 6 a.m. Oh, that's right. You just left the station. Mm -hmm. I just left the station. I just left the station. (laughs) And look, we have the same glasses. Those are great glasses. They are not the same as my glasses. They're yours are the round and red. Okay, I was going to say yours that? are. I was going to say yours are better. Can I have that? <laughs> this literal. 
I was just going to say yours are cute. Okay. Where do you see, because, you know, you get the little previews on the future episodes. We have, what, three or more or four more to go? So I think are, just three. We are just going into the uh, wedding day episodes. And so at the end of the last episode that's available on Netflix right now today, which is, what's today, the 12th, April 12th, we see Kwame and Chelsea. Um, who, we, who we discussed prior to recording this podcast, mm-hmm. that Kwame has, I think... One foot out, waiting for Micah. Waiting for his shot with Micah, at least. And I think that him waiting for a shot with Micah is ridiculousness. Um, for me, Chelsea is my favorite. Um, you, excuse me. <laughs> I shouldn't chew gum or eat on the show, but who cares? I like it. Um, I get hungry. So do I. Well, I found out that when we do really long podcasts, like around an hour and 15, I get really kind of... Weird, Me too. Without eating. Me too. So I started keeping candy and food around here. Anyway. Thank you. So thoughtful. Thank um, you. You texted me. Uh, we were doing some live texting during the show. Uh, Bliss's dad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's hilarious. So, yeah, he, he's, not, he's not into it. He's not into it at all. He's not going to act for the camera. <laughs> he's not going to act for his daughter. He's not going to act for his future son-in-law. He's not being rude. At all. He's, he's hosting in his house, and he's clearly just going to tell it like it is. Yeah. Like, hey, do what you want. Um, it's bananas. It's bananas. This show is bananas. <laughs> I'm going to look at the camera and say, this is bananas. Okay, my daughter, you're crazy. Future and son-in-law, maybe you're nice, but you're crazy. <laughs> and it's been 20 days, yeah. and it will never work. Yeah, and I think you have to have that voice because he represents what most of us are thinking, which is there's no way that you've fallen in love into a, a deep mature love that is going to sustain you for the rest of your life, which is what we think. Well, and it's funny that they're divorced. Her parents are divorced. Yes. And his, her father is so much different than her mother. Yes. You know, her mother's surrounded by her sisters all doting and encouraging yes. this. And her dad's over here like, honey, I love you. Yes. But <laughs> Yeah, and I love so the writing's Bliss, on the wall. I love Bliss's face. She is like got a stone face. Like she'll smile and stuff, but usually when she looks at you, it's like almost expressionless. And so she's just kind of looking at her dad as he's saying all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Thank you for sharing." <laughs> you know, she's, oh, she's just like, steadfast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, he did not. Um, there was. I was curious how she would take that, and there was no. Second guess. She did not second guess herself. If anything, it cemented yeah. how she felt about him. And she, I thought she was still kind of on the fence. Yeah, I think she. the only struggle that she has... Dead eyes and that smile that he has. <laughs> yes, she, yeah, she got her eyes from her dad. And No, Zach. <laughs> oh. Zach with the... I wouldn't... I don't know. The blinkless would, eyes. I don't... Yes, they're blinkless. But, I, you know, when you say dead eyes... I, I didn't mean it like that. I no, meant, no. That I, was the wrong word. No, I usually think of somebody that has no emotion. But I know. That he was, is, like, looking at you like... Too much emotion. Too much Yeah, emotion. I know. That was... I apologize. No, no apology. Like, because it's something along those lines. It's like... On the spectrum of dead eyes. <laughs> well, he did. He, and, and Arena was right. Like, she's like, please blink. Yes. He's like, I'm not blinking enough. Like, and, and it was a rude thing to say. Don't get me wrong. Well, I mean, um, so here's the thing. Like, 
Irina saw him. I don't, I actually don't think, I, I know you th thought that Irina was a show crasher, but I don't think that she was. I think it was the other thing you were talking about, which is she saw him and was like, whoa, this is a hobbit, you know? I agree, and, but I also think Irina was there for the wrong reasons. For the same reason that there's been guys on that show multiple times there for the wrong reasons. I don't know. I, I Whatever those reasons are. I'm I not saying like I know what they are. she had her personality. I think, I think if she was there for the wrong reasons, she would have done a good job, maybe, of creating a character that could stay. That's what I'm saying, though. She didn't have that gravitas. She would have let. She would have drawn that out. Kept putting pillows over her head while he's trying to have conversations. Meanwhile, he said early on in the season, "Let's stop now, so I can go meet someone in this experiment." It's the first time we've seen that happen. Where he left, went and sought out the connection who he didn't get engaged to. But and then Ad tells her, I made a mistake. She's gone. Right. But I'm talking about all the way back in the pods. Right. I feel like if she was there for the wrong reasons, like the guy from season three with the, the eye drops, right? I think that she would have donned a character to try to maneuver her way through the process so that she could be on and hopefully get famous. I think that she was just herself. Like, I think what we are responding to is her personality. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. I, that wasn't a show. Yeah. That's I who think, she is. Yeah, and I think she was genuine, genuinely like, I think she liked Zach. I think that in the pods when she couldn't see him, that she was like, this dude is weird, like me, and like, he, you know... I think that she actually liked him. And then she saw him and she was like, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, because for her, love is not blind. Like and love is different, but yeah. Yeah. And I think that she, um, it, because she wasn't the only one who said that he was a little creepy. The word creepy had been used he, about him multiple times. Well, like I said, I try to, by multiple I try to soften that. Like I said in the beginning of the podcast, he does have some nuances, let's call them. Yeah. Because it's not a creepy um, intent. He's a yeah. nice man. Yeah, he's a nice man. He's an edgy. He's a, you know obviously an educated man. Obviously yes. successful. Yeah. Um, I think educated men can also be creepy, but I, I no, want to no, put that no. out and there. That's you're right. And <laughs> I want to put that out there. And, and vice versa. But. <laughs> but I also, but I also want to say that he he ch changed the way that we saw him changed when we didn't see him any longer through the filter of arena. When his filter became bliss, then we started to see him differently. And the other people, they started showing Paul, you, saying great things, Zach's my boy, I love Zach so much, he's such a, right? But when he was with arena, if you notice this in the production, a lot of people were like, ooh, he's kind of creepy. See, you know? I think Zach was very consistent, and that's what I liked. I agree. Well, you just said he was a different Zach. No, no, no. I'm saying the way we were allowed to see him through the production. Oh, well, yeah, because he had yeah. a partner that reciprocated. Yes. I mean, right down to saying good morning or yes. you know, wouldn't kiss him. Yes. I mean, you know, let's, let's... I think that Irina's fault was... He couldn't kiss her on the forehead. Yeah. He couldn't kiss her... He couldn't blow her a kiss. Yeah, she was mean to him. She'd block it. And, and she, she, she said, I'm being mean to him. Like, so I don't think she, there was any pretense with Irina. She was like, 
I'm usually not this mean to people and I can't help myself. I just, you know. Also, this is stupid, but you know how it lists what they do underneath? Like <laughs> speech pathologist. Do you yes. want to throw that away? No, no, no. It's still sweet. Oh, okay. Let me try it then. <laughs> he, he's asking for my gum. I put it on the back of my hand. I thought it was a sticker earlier. No. I thought, well, that's cute. You have a sticker. I, no, it's my gum. Okay. Well, I have more gum. If you no, can, no, no. I just you don't. Can refresh. I will also choke because I'm talking and laughing and stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm going to take a little bit. Thank you. Look at that, Tim. Thank you very much. I'm I'm being like 11 years old right now. I'm not done with this gum. Don't, don't put it behind your ear. Oh. It's stuck in your hair. <laughs> I've had that happen. Oh, no. Yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> not this hair. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. What was Do you know what I was going to ask you? Mmm. I don't know. We you were you were talking about when it you. says what people do. Oh, when it lists their profession. Yeah, you know, and it tells says you know brand manager. Yes. Marketing manager, speech pathologist, child children's speech pathologist. Yes. Specialist. Irina's job was a business owner, which is fine if you want to be vague, but maybe just say the industry. But yeah, the Tim business owner. <laughs> well, I don't know, Irina. I mean, are you? And if you're not, that's fine too. But I don't know. I just thought, like, maybe give it some teeth. Yeah. So, like so, restaurateur. Yeah. Or um, fashion uh, fashion um, mogul. Or yeah. I agree Business with you. owner. Like, it, I feel like she kind of phoned in everything. Yeah. Like, okay, Irina, we need you to fill out this part. Just put business owner. <laughs> Sorry. That's not how she talks. She's a lovely girl. She just didn't meet her match on the show. <laughs> she did not meet her match. All right. Let's go match by match. You tell me All right. if you think they're going to make it. You you say the match. I don't. You have the. Oh, view, I have the. You thing. have the visuals. Let me go down here. So let's start with our easy couple. Brett and Tiffany. Brett and Tiffany. Yeah, so a no-brainer. He is a. They're having seven kids and they're going to get married. And they've already been married. Yeah, I mean, shows over. They're like super easy, and I, you know, I think right now, what the in the last episode we see her doing some crying. And so I think they're saying there's a little bit of tension. They have to lead you to believe. Yeah, that they, they're yeah. not going to... Somebody might walk away at the altar. She's probably crying over something that, you know, right. like, you know, <laughs> right. she lost her phone. <laughs> My phone. You know what I mean? Or someone spilled a mimosa on her, like why the tip of her wedding dress. <laughs> it's trivial. It's just the, the producers needed something to move it's the show. something. And so I have full faith that they are going to make it. Yeah. Um, they are Brett this and Tiffany season. Yeah. Shoo-in. This, this is the easy bet. And so you mentioned Micah. Micah is currently in a relationship with Paul. Uh, I don't remember what they said Micah does. Paul's in, but I think Micah's friends are definitely in her ear. You know, the mm-hmm. one friend really wanted an answer why, and Paul just could not give her a good enough answer. Mm. And I also think what Kwa- uh, um, Kwame. Kwame, thank you, is... Uh, not going to rest until he gets at least a no from Micah. Very similar to a similar uh, situation we had last season where I forget it was the man or the woman who really wasn't going to commit yes or no at the altar until they kind of made sure that other option had 
it sailed or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's uh, pretty appropriate. I think a lot of people do that in relationships. But I wouldn't be surprised if they get if they go through. I, you know, the thing won't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me, and the reason it wouldn't surprise me is because um, his mother is exactly like Micah, and her father is exactly like Paul. And so I think this is the most uh, Freudian <laughs> couple on the show. His mother. Yes. Has the same blonde hair, has the same... They made a point to talk about it in the I episode. Catch that. Oh, my gosh. And, and I, yeah, they made a point to be like, I think Micah was even like, I am exactly his mother. Like, she said that. And I was like, yeah, we're all thinking it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then... Well, wasn't uh, Micah's family, though, drunk by, like, noon? Was it Micah's family? No, I think it was... beautiful lake house. Uh, or... Were they drunk? They're always drunk on the show. Yeah, so uh, I don't think That's so. That's something else we were going to talk about. Yeah. They're constantly feeding these people alcohol. Yes, yes. Micah, I said, Bloody why... Bloody Mary's for breakfast, yes, mimosas for lunch, I... and then we're drinking, obviously pre-drinking for dinner, drinking at dinner, drinking Every dinner. time we talk to Micah, just about, she's... Everyone. Well, I, I noticed it very much with her because of the conversations that she has when she drunk when she's drunk, right? I, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's because... Yeah, it's a different Micah. It's a different Micah. It's like when I drink. There's two Michaels. Uh, oh. Or four. Oh, okay. Well, I rarely drink one because I'm a lightweight. I, no, you know. Yeah. So. But it, yeah, Micah has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has these conversations, like you were saying, with her one friend. And I'm like, this is a really heavy conversation to be having while you're this inebriated. You know? Uh, There's nothing wrong with being young and having fun, you know, but the conversations she was like uh, with Kwame when she talked to him, I think both times we've seen them in a one-on-one together and she's been like super drunk. Oh, yeah. Both times. And he's just mooning all over her, you know, (laughs) and I'm Uh. like, really? (laughs) That's that's what's going on these days. Okay. Um, okay, so we did those two. But but so but mm-hmm. you remember her dad, right? He's Paul, right? I don't. And her dad is like, I, I like don't. him already because I'm Paul and he's Paul. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, okay. I, I don't. I re- I remember her mom, but I don't remember her. I mean, her father. Yeah, yeah. And and so the thing right now is that they're a great couple because. She's exactly like his mom, and he's exactly like her dad. So, and those two would never have crossed paths in the real world. Forget about um, um, asking each other out, one or the other. But they're not even going to the same bars. They're not even in the same. Yeah, they're in he's, totally different worlds. Yeah, he's a science guy, and the kinds of women that he usually likes are more of uh, like your witchy types. Isn't that what he said? He literally said that. Oh yeah, he he literally that's you. He literally used that word. Oh okay, yeah. What he meant was, uh, I think he meant hippie. Yeah, maybe hippie. Not witchy. Maybe flower I mean, child. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, flower a little child, bit more yeah. natural. Not you know, no heavy use of makeup. Yeah, and she has lots of extensions in her hair. Right, right, right. A lot right. of dresses. Right. A lot of sandals. And that's wonderful. <laughs> a lot Those of are, sandals. You know, I love it, but. But yeah, yeah and Micah what, clearly is like 
lots of extensions, hair yeah, extensions, eyelash extensions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's a different feel, but I still think she's just like his mom. And that's powerful, right? Mm-hmm. Or no, am I crazy? It's supposed to be. So Jackie and Marshall. We already know. Yeah, we already Come know. On, no, she's going to. She's doing Josh. too much. She's doing. And Rena and Zach. And Bliss. <laughs> that's, oh, that's how they have it listed? <laughs> and Bliss. <laughs> uh, I think it's a no. You think Zach and Bliss? Yeah. You think it's a no for yeah, Zach think, and Bliss? I think Bliss is going to turn him down. I think that she... Um, or, actually, I don't know, because Zach has a, Zach has a lot of... Um, a lot of personal respect. He really knows what he's doing. Yeah, but he caused a wound. Oh, come on. Well, she gave him a warning, and he didn't, he didn't heed her warning. He actually vilified her. What was the warning? He told her straight up, I'm also interested in Irina. And she said, yo, Irina, like, I can't respect that choice because nobody likes Irina. Because but Irina's, that's over. Hold on. And, and she said, and if you choose Irina... It will make me think uh, twice, basically, about your picker, right? Your ability, I don't know. and then and then what he do? He turned around and was like, "I don't know if I can respect a girl like Bliss because she's basically talking smack on this other girl." And it's like, "Are you crazy? Like nobody else likes Arena." And I'm trying to explain to you that I've done these things for you. I've been thoughtful with you and I love you. Was this early? This was early. And and the, and so he went ahead and chose Arena. Okay? And I think she was wounded by that. She can't every every time we see them, she brings it up. Every single time they talk, yeah, she she's brings it up. Still. And what she wants is an apology, but not just a, I'm so sorry, I decided I'm going to be with you because I'm an attorney and I think... No, she went to see him hit she, Arena with his car. Well, I think Lightly. she just... Yeah, I think... Like a light he, tap. I, <laughs> but... <laughs> you know what I don't, mean. Don't hurt her none, but... No, don't hurt I mean, <laughs> seriously, but I mean, she wants like something tangible I, I, that she can see or hold on to. He, she is asking him. She She's saying... You proved something to me, and I need you to make it clear why this won't happen again. And he can't do that. That's the problem there. Can I ask you a serious question? Of course. If a man sang to you the way Zach sang, (laughs) would you even still be on the show? I would be like, um... Uh, we won't be doing this every day, will we? <laughs> and not, and not, and this is terrible because this is not a serious question. But having not seen him or met him, you don't know if he's joking or not. But as the viewer, you know he's being serious, and that is the most painful song. Was that not awful? It was, and he was like, "I wrote this thing for you." He, he was so serious. He was so serious. And then he have uh, Kwame say it. Yeah, Kwame. Kwame, thank yeah. you. Yeah, well, Kwame did yeah. a really cool song that he just kind of um, just made up on the spot. It was okay. Well, it was, I mean, to make it up right then and there. Oh, he made it up on the spot. Yeah, yeah did, freestyles. Didn't he? Yeah, I, I don't he did. know. I mean, you know, it was it was okay. But anyway, I mean, to, so to me, Zach, you've made it this far off of that song. You just bombarded time since then. 
And that was still in the pod. <laughs> Okay, did, he, did, he, did he sing that to Bliss? It was to Bliss? <laughs> or That's was a it good to, question. Yeah, I don't remember if he did it to Irina or Bliss or both, right? Oh, God, you can't sing that twice. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that twice. If, if he did, the producers, the producers were definitely like, we can't show this twice. We can't show this twice. Netflix will cancel us immediately. <laughs> Yeah, so I think they are up in the air for me. Like, I want them to work, but he doesn't know how. He doesn't have the capacity to understand what she's asking him for. Paul? Uh, Paul. Zach. We're on Zach. Yeah, Zach doesn't have the capacity to understand what Bliss is asking him for. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that and see what happens. Yeah, well, let's see what happens and then we'll talk again. Yeah. Yeah. So Chelsea and Kwame. Uh, well, Chelsea's in. We all know that. Chelsea would have got married that day if she could. Mm. Uh, I think we know Kwame's waiting for Micah. I, so Chelsea is my favorite this season. Really? Yeah, she's Why? my favorite. Um, because she's unwavering. I respect that. Um when, at least the way that they've edited her, she has her quirks and her qualms, right? She's like any other person. But when Kwame brings something to her, she appears to be really listening to him and wanting to take what she's heard from what he's saying and apply it. Okay. And so I really appreciate that, that, okay. she's, that she uh, tries to be responsive to her man. And I think that's very important. I think that she um, definitely tries to make an effort to um, balance his cultural needs, his familial needs, particularly as they are informed by culture, with her ideas of what marriage is. The moment when she says, so you realize that I'm going to be your wife. It's going to be us every single day. And he says, well, this is my mother. This is basically my culture. Mm -hmm. And then she says, okay, let's think it through together. I really appreciate Chelsea. I love her sense of color, how her place is designed uh, and decorated um, with all the pink and her ability to compromise because she has lived by herself and she's made her home, her own home with her own identity and forming her living quarters. And she's saying, how do I make space for this, this new person? Is it moving him into my place? Is it finding a but place to He's the together? one who has to move cities. Right. And he's looking at it all as compromise. And it's like, dog, you as a professional athlete, you used to moving around. Okay, and if you if this is love, and this is the thing that I appreciate about Chelsea as well, she's saying if this is love, this is going to be an adventure. But you can make it heavy if you need to. But let's let's make it light. And I really like her. Yeah, mm. I really really like her. He doesn't have any friends. And I find him to be very curious. I I. Kwame might actually be one of my least favorite contestants, but the fact that what was it the um, the tuxedo when they're trying on trying to find their suit for their wedding day, and everybody's bringing in family, 
right? Bliss brings in her mother and her sisters. Uh, everybody's bringing in family. And then Kwame brings in another contestant. Yeah. Well, he didn't have any friends. This is so weird. Well, his friends didn't live there, though. Um, yeah. I mean, if I'm in another state, who's going to fly to, hey, come and be on this show? All all of them. All of them. Everybody else for four seasons now have had people fly in to be with him. But he's not, his family isn't here, is it? Well, I mean, I don't know if it's a cultural issue, but his sister does eventually show up. Why wasn't she with him for his fitting? Because it was a groomsman. Yeah, but wasn't it Zach who had his sister? Oh, Zach did have his sister. <laughs> That's right. Zach's, he's setting a precedent. Well, we can bring our yeah, sisters yeah. to a groom's fitting. Well, hey, maybe him and Kwame should be buddies. I, I think I think it's okay if they, I think that, like, I mean, don't you think that the guys genuinely bond through the, this entire process? Do you think they develop true friendships with each other? Well, I, I think some of them do, of course. Yeah. I think the women do, too. Yeah. How do you not? Yeah, because they're living together. <laughs> well, you've been on... even it's, it's, it's a production. Yeah. You've been on productions before, multi-day Absolutely. productions. Yes. You develop bonds. You've met... You probably meet people that you still talk to from your productions and from gigs. Yeah. Absolutely. So... True. Truth. I mean, they are shooting a television show. Oh, according to this... There, that was the last couple, Chelsea and Kwame. Or Kwame. Oh, well, that would be it. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see. I just hope we get more. I'd like to see some show adjustments to keep it interesting. I find it in- interesting as is. So tell me again the show adjustments that you want to see are you want Nick and Vanessa to say, what? <laughs> well, I think it would be cool if they did like an episode just them talking about what they've learned. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously they had a whole tactic behind this, mm-hmm. you know, the psychology of this, this the structure of this show and why it was done in such a way. So I'd like to know if it met their expectations, mm-hmm. if it didn't, if it was, you know, if the percentages were they thought they were. Um, maybe I'm overthinking it. Um, well, I can say... Um, I think it's doing what it's meant to do production-wise, business-wise. Um, oh, absolutely. Be- because how many a... spinoffs do they have? So you have Love is Blind Brazil, Love is Blind Japan. Love is... How many of those uh-huh. do they have? So it's a, I tried it's a... watching some of those. Yeah. For me, they didn't fully translate. It's hard. Well, it's hard for us to connect yeah. when you can't appreciate the... Nuances, emotion, yeah, yeah, and the, the what's behind the dialogue. So, so like, uh, nailed it. This is another show that I watch on Netflix. The baking one. The baking one. Okay. And I loved it so much. With this? I can't wait. Well, they also have uh, spinoffs that are set in different countries, right? Okay. And I went and binged all of those. Okay. And so I feel like. This is a good idea to franchise internationally, but I just don't think the Love is Blind 
uh, translates for the Western viewer the way it does in some of the other shows that they franchise internationally. Did you give it a, how many episodes did you try on the foreign episodes, uh, the foreign I, versions? I, I did Brazil, I think two episodes, Japan. Um, I didn't get through all of that, and it was just like, what's happening right now? Like, mm-hmm. um, Well, it's... You know, and this is true in advertising. This is advertising, kind of ad 101, is, you know, consumers recognize what's recognizable to them, what's familiar to them. We see and understand what's most familiar to us. Um, you know, you could look at this piece of paper and see something different than me because you're a different human than me. Um, so, you know, it's, it's hard to appreciate the drama and the lust and all the emotion that I think go mm-hmm. into it when they're not speaking the language that you can or using terms and using, you know, phrases and languages that that immediately grab, you know, a viewer like you or me. Mm-hmm. Um, it might take us five or six episodes and God forbid I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that much time or attention span. I need to be spending it watching 14 hours of Love is Blind. <laughs> but um but yeah, it does have some spits. But there were also precursors. There was a lot of um, 90 Day Fiancés, Married at First Sights. Sure. Um, there was a lot of those types of, you know, congratulations, you just met, now you're married, let's put a camera on you. Um, so I think this was a cute, um, clever, fun thing that, that they did. Um, I don't know if it was theirs or if they Netflix pitched them, they pitched, who cares? But yeah, I would like to hear from them and, and figure out what they learned. And I would like to see some tweaks. Let's make it like maybe not love is blind, love is opaque. <laughs> love is <laughs> love is semi-transparent. Love is jello. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, don't I know, mean like you know, like maybe it's not a a wall wall. Maybe it's cube glass. I don't know. I so mean, my just... question so you want them to be able to because I remember And don't 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 stick me to the visual part. I don't no, know. Maybe, no, no, no. Like because maybe you don't hear their voice or something. I don't know. It's but... it's something like you want them to experience each other before the reveal. So they get engaged kind. first and then there's the reveal. But you want them to be able to... Because here's the thing. There was one... I think maybe... Well, go the other way and make it even more blind. How do you make it even more blind? Love is deaf and blind. Love... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Love... Love is... Love... You're going to have to edit love me laughing disabled. like this. Listen. Out. Love... No, it's true. Just, I mean, just go dive, go the other way with it. Lean into the other, maybe just for a, a portion yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. So it's more like um, like a crime show where... Whoa, no, I'm not trying to hurt anyone, Lydia. <laughs> no, no, no. You're getting real dark now. <laughs> I'm talking, what's the old, yeah. what's the old, um, what's yeah. the old love connection? Oh, you couldn't see yes. it all. If you were drowning, contestant number one, what would you say? Yes, that, yes, okay. yes, but you could still hear their okay, voice. Okay, you're right. Bad oh, example. So this is love con- but, but this is actually love connection. Robot voices, no visual. Yes. And you only get to say like a certain amount yeah. of words. Yeah, that's like the crime shows where you blur their face and contort their voices. And you send them letters with cutout <laughs> magazines yes, and yes. a cute handwriting. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, I think you're coming up with a, a show that you need to pitch on your own. Adam Sandler's <laughs> going to pitch his murder mystery stuff to this um, to the Love Is Blind. <laughs> Nicholas Shea are going to team up with Adam Sandler, and they're going to do a whole series this summer. I think that it's amazing <laughs> that you said Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler is my favorite. Of course he is. <laughs> um, he would be terrible on that show. Oh my God, he's amazing so, everywhere. No, he's not. I love him so much. <laughs> we'll argue another time. Um, what else do we have on this? I don't think we have much on Yeah, that. I think we're done talking about Love is Blind. I think that we're just getting ready for them to drop the next episodes. Friday. Friday. And then Friday, and then the end of April, on the 31st, I believe, is the finale. I think, because Tim texted it to me. Yeah, the live reunion show. I don't read much about it. I just see the things, I just see the free previews they give you, the free previews they give you. And then occasionally Tim will throw me something or Mm -mm. the algorithm will feed me something. I'm very excited for, because like I said, I love Chelsea. That's interesting. Just tell me why. Because I don't think there's much there to attach onto as a viewer. Mm. You mean, is she interesting? Yeah, Irina is definitely more interesting. Jackie is more interesting mm-hmm. uh, to in terms of for, for dramatic effect for the show itself. But as a partner, as a, a, a woman, as um, I think she's my favorite that I think, okay, she might actually be ready for this. Oh, she's totally ready. Yeah. And and in a way that isn't completely self-serving. Like she's, you can see her trying to get out of her own way. You know, mm-hmm. uh, somebody like Jackie is not trying to get out of her own way. She's, you know, no. no. But some people, some people stay in their channel. For me, I... I, I'm not making excuses, but some people can stay in their channel and and meet someone in their same channel and just kind of live in that that way. They don't need to change. I think Jackie needs to change. I do think that... That's why I'm still single. I'm trying not to change. Well, (laughs) Michael. It's going really well. It's going really well? (laughs) But Jacqueline, we don't know her story yet. And I think on these next few episodes, we're going to see and hear her story. I hope so. But here's the thing. I'm not saying I don't have empathy or compassion for her. I absolutely do. And I'm saying I have real empathy because the way that she's being, I, that's the way I see my younger self and how I used to be out here, right? Oh, really? Uh, my younger self, like we was all young and dumb. Hold on. Wait a minute. You were young Jacqueline. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know if I, the blade. Uh, I, I, hey, Carry the blade. <laughs> you don't want to know what kind either. Um, no, seriously. But I wouldn't say, I mean, I, I, I think that she's incredibly fly, like to look at. I'm not oh, yeah. saying that I was that fly, but I was a good looking chick who would step out the house and always be hit on, you know, like I've 
had scary situations where I'm driving down the street and somebody is like, run me like down, honk, 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 honk. And you're like, is my car on fire? <laughs> you know? Like, and it's really? just to say, oh my God, you so fine. You know, kind of stuff. Like this is the kind of stuff that happens to women that can either scare you or plump your head up or both. Right. And so when you think that you can pull whatever you want, then you don't necessarily work on yourself and you make other people do the heavy lifting for you. And in this so far, right? So far, what I think I see is her making Marshall do the heavy lifting, her emotional heavy lifting. She's putting all of her baggage in his hands. Well, isn't it hard for any one person to settle down when they have endless options? Yes. And it's, and it's hard to see what's good for you. I compare dating to window shopping because I feel that's what it's like nowadays. Because when you window shop, you will always find another window with something better. Yes. You know, if I'm window shopping for this shirt, I will always find a window with a better shirt. Yes. Oh, let's remember this location and go back to that storefront, okay? Well, nowadays we shop via storefront, so to speak, when we date. So if we're dating that way, and if, like you're saying, if you all you know is attention and all you know is, well, I can kind of get date who I want to date. Yes. How do I know what I like then? Yes. And, or, is, or am I wrong? And, and it's, or does it hyper and it's, focus you? It's, it's hyper focus on what I like okay. and you're not mixing, you're not balancing it with what would benefit me. And by benefit me, I mean, so that comes with maturity. It comes with maturity. What do I, when did you learn it? Uh, well, I, I lived, or, a, or, or yeah, have yeah. you, have you learned? I've lived a Are lot you, of life. Um, Are you there yet? Um, am I there yet? I, I might be close. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but I've done the stuff. I've raised children. I, you know what I mean? I've uh, started businesses. I, right? You know what I mean? I've lived a lot of life. I've broken hearts. I've had my heart broken. I've, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've given care, right, to people. I've nursed people back to, I've done a lot of stuff that I I have gotten out here and been humbled, right? I think that's the most important thing. I see um, a lot of people dating through arrogance, right? And so... What do you you mean by that? I mean, like I said, this is what I want, this is what I like, and this is what I'm going to get. And then it's all about you and and it's I mean dating someone cuz they make me look good not just make me look good it's it's I like the word benefit and the reason why I like the word benefit is because the, the Romans scripture that you know it says all things are permissible but not all things are beneficial right and so when I think about benefit I'm thinking about it in what is good for you right? What is safe for you? What, right? All of these things. And then not just what's safe for you, but what in you is good and safe for someone else. I think in love, you should be safe in your partner's hands and they should be safe in yours, right? But if all you can do is look at them and criticize them, your head too big, your this, that, right? You ain't got enough this, but 
If that's all you can do is cut them down for things they can't control, but they're totally loving, like Marshall is like serving her. He is washing her feet with his hair. That's where he's coming from with his love. His hair's not that long. But that's another biblical reference. But no. <laughs> but, 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 but if there's no attraction, then you're just a foot washer. Right. But the reason there's no attraction, because he's a, he's a good-looking fella. Don't get it to twisted. You, but not to Jackie. But the reason... Do you understand? No, I don't. The reason he's not good looking is because what she say, I want a thug? No, I want you to be um, aggressive. More aggressive. I want you to be aggressive. Yeah. What's that mean? Well, he asked her that. And what she say? She didn't. And she cussed him out and she demoralized him. This is this she is She didn't cuss him out. She kind of told him, if you don't know what it means, I can't. Well, then that, it's like me saying, I, Lenita, I need you to be sexier for me. Well, help me, help, help me. Honey, if you, do, if you can't help you help yourself in that situation, then we probably aren't going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Which is she, she, she can say be aggressive, but she can't define that. Okay. So, yeah. She doesn't know. That's what I'm saying. What you doing out here on Love is Blind? This is a marriage show. And, she chose and, wrong. And you don't know how to define what you want. You can't say, uh, when I say be more aggressive, this is what that looks like to me. Okay, I got one for you. Yes. You could go an hour on this, I bet. Okay. You may have to chew some gum. <laughs> All right. Why do the, only the men propose? Because think about this. Then that makes it a woman's decision. She has to say yes or no. Mm-hmm. The man, he can move on. Mm-hmm. If she says no, she doesn't really move on, does she? It should be kind of like, um, uh, I'm forgetting the, 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 the cliche I want to use, but first come, first serve. It should be like, like, like maybe there's a time limit, a time limit, but you know, you date for X amount of, you know, quote unquote date. You talk in your pods for, let's say, you know, three days or however long they do it. Yes. And then they have that period when they know they're going to get proposed to. Yes. Well, I think it should be mutual. That proposal should be a surprise on either side. That way, each side is stuck with, ooh, I'm also talking to Lenita and this and Sarah. And, you know, the, versus the guys, the guys are doing that. Mm-hmm. Do I propose to Lenita or do I propose to Bliss? Uh, what now do that's, I do? Now that's, you leave one girl out. So why don't they really? Do you have any articles? Have you found any articles with uh, Nick and Vanessa being questioned about that? That'd be a good because idea. Because that's a great, you know, when, you th- when you're talking about you want to hear from Nick and Vanessa, I would like to, I, I think that's a great well, question. Because they know, and I'm saying they know, but you know that they know, hey, contestants, this is the week you propose. Or literally, as we all know, things the way things are produced, as they should be, um, you know, today's a day, contestants, you guys need to do your proposals because we're going to wrap up productions in the pods and move us to our yeah. cities for our, our live-ins in the townhome, et cetera, whatever. So they know they're proposing within, let's just say, a week time period, and that I think is very generous. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they know within a matter of days mm-hmm. that they need to wrap up with their proposals. I think that time period should be open proposal season, men or women. I agree with you. I um, want it helps the game. You you have no objection. It helps the game. No it helps the game that's well, think how much it helps the game. It levels that. It really levels the. Um, 
you know, here we are with Bliss and Zach. Well, your first choice was Irina. And now you chose me. Well, look, it's is a game. Yeah, and the, and, and the same with Kwame. And I didn't. And then yeah, and it makes yeah. the it makes the, and yeah. what this brings up for me is that it makes the men look kind of bad. And and maybe the, I'm thinking about it as I'm talking about it. And maybe they vetted the idea and realized this could be chaos because then all of a sudden you have a lot of you could have two people asking you out, and meanwhile you have you know what I mean. It could throw the balance off of the show. So the show, mm. the dynamic of the show wouldn't work, maybe, if you kind of made it an open. Um, I don't know. I, I, it also I don't know be about progressive that. for you know, the way you know they want to go with, you know, gender normatives and acceptances and everything. Yeah, I, I, that's the thing right there. Is did they have a conversation about it and they thought? Is the average viewer progressive enough? Will it be a turnoff to have a woman, one, to have a woman propose, but then well, have a woman propose and the dude be like, uh, no? But see, I think <laughs> you know? have it strictly from, strictly from a show perspective, strictly from a production perspective, it puts the control, not control is the wrong word, but you kind of let the men dictate the direction of the show because they're the ones deciding Am I correct? They're the ones deciding which women get proposed to. Case in point, Bliss was off the show. Off. Gone. Yeah. Zach changed his mind. Yeah. Now Irina's gone. We haven't yeah. seen her at all. Yeah. I, Probably I, won't come to the reunion because no one likes her. I, uh, oh, oh, that's a bigger reason for her to show up. Please, Irina. But I mean, even the, yes. like, when even the production kind of eludes that this person was toxic for our show environment. Yeah, and I'll just leave that there because that's probably just leave that on the floor that comment. But whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I, but you know I, what I mean. So, like from a sh- I agree with you. The, so what you're saying is, and, and, and yeah, this society, is not. A, yeah, it's not a social issue. It's, it's a production issue. It's the a show men issue. get if, to decide how long blind, the woman do, do has a job. Do only men fall in love? Yeah. Okay, do all, if only men fall in love, then yes, they should propose. But if women fall in love too, and they do, yes, and they fall just as hard. Yes. Okay. Well. It should be a two-way proposal. I agree with you. I, I, I mean... That way you can get girls like Jackie who can ask who... She probably asked five, six guys out. You never know. And lie about it. Yeah, but, I'm I, but I, I'm starting... Now that I'm thinking it through, I'm starting to see your point. Because what happens when Jackie... Like you said, Jackie uh, is interested in four or five guys. You know? Well... It's the... It be, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. But from a production, I was going to tee you up real hard. Go ahead, tee it, tee it. <laughs> it puts the, it puts the, sh- it puts it all on the man, on the man. Yes. It and at that point it becomes very. Um, I'm not going to use that word. It just puts it all, all on the men. Yes, and I think um, which is fine. But I think you are right. I think you are saying we're going to manage this by saying. Guys, you're gonna propose, uh, and you have a week to do it. So get your. But love is only blind for them. Yes, yes. (laughs) It's not blind for the woman. Yeah. Like maybe it shouldn't be a proposal. Maybe it should be like, let's go play mini golf today. And then that's when they, (laughs) that's when they meet. And then maybe they have like one physical meet before they get married. Really, really great conversation. And that's what I'm saying. Nick and Vanessa, maybe you know, maybe when she has an off season from what is she on NCIS or something. What is she on? Isn't she on? Um, is she? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she's on a Vanessa Lis- 
look her up real quick, Tim, if you don't mind. Vanessa Lachey. What she's is on, she on? She's on a... a, a is she? I had she, no idea. I think. We'll find out shortly. Yeah. I don't know what... Nick's probably still living off his... Uh, what like, is it? Backstreet money? Right, right, right. Was it Backstreet no. or NSYNC? No, it was another Neither, one. None, yeah, yeah. 98 yeah. Degrees. 98 Degrees. Was that it? I believe so. He yeah. wanted it that way. <laughs> I think that's Backstreet Boys. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. I don't remember. The only ones that I know, know are New Kids what on the Block. What is she currently on? Vanessa Lachey. Uh, is she on NCIS? I, I'm Matt. Is she? Are you telling Apparently. me? Apparently. Yeah. Okay. Dives, yeah. NCIS Los Angeles. So she is. I love a good cop procedural. So I mean, that's a hard, yeah. you know, she's working. That's got to be a four or five day a week gig. Mm-hmm. You know, at least for a few. She's a principal cast. two weeks a month or something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah. That's cool. I'm going off IMDb here, so. Oh, um, that's pretty cool. But I forgot where I was going with that. But, you know, maybe they need to sit down sometime when she, that's where I was going, you know, when she's off season or something and evaluate the show to give it some more, some more yin and yang mm-hmm. to make it a little bit less blind. Yes. And a little bit, you know, keep that blind aspect because that's why we all love it. Yeah. She's played the same character on three different shows. Oh, nice. So she's a, a character that's. Crossing over into all the NCIS, oh. two, two NCIS Pretty and Hawaii Five O, NCIS Florida, NCIS Hawaii, NCIS. and Hawaii Five O. Yeah, because it's all same universe. It's She's like busy. the Avengers. So Nick's just at home. <laughs> He's at home keeping the pool, keeping the rafts. I guess keeping so. the rafts and then at bay in the pool. I do have real quick a few things to tell you guys. Okay, all right. I have been trying to. Re- learn some stuff about this show. First of all, the live episode is Sunday night. Nice. This Sunday? This so Sunday. we don't have to wait so very long. The, the 17th? Friday. Wait a minute, the reunion? On the 16th. Yes, and there's a live reunion show Sunday night. Reunion of season four? Yeah. But yeah, we haven't think... had the finale yet. Yeah, so it, we get the last two episodes it, this it's Friday. It's all Friday. Oh. Yeah, because yeah. it says Sunday, April 16th. Okay. Um, and then... Oh, happy Easter. Mm-hmm. Weird things to I can throw out there. Nothing that you guys have to talk too much about, but I've got rules they have to follow. Oh, sh- oh, read nice. Um, and I'll just kind of read through some of these. Please do. Uh, the singles are allowed to see each other, but not to, or they can't see each other or touch each other. Um, they only get to meet after getting engaged. Right. The men and women date for ten days. Hold on. No one has to get engaged. Producers arrange the pod dates. Wait, wait, say that that last one. Producers arrange the pod dates. Really? Um, So wait a minute. That's that's interesting. Do they go into depth, what that means? It starts with speed dating. (laughs) Cast members spend eight to ten minutes with each other, the opposite sex. Wait, wait, speed dating before they go into the pods? Yeah, it's, it says it starts with speed dating. Cast what side are you on, real quick? This is a womenshealthmag.com. It's really your like, favorite site. It's really just like they give they give like a rule and nothing, then like a, a short little paragraph. Nothing in this room. Yeah, on that comment. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's my favorite. I love it. All right, thank uh, you. For, male and female cast members that. have to live separately. Right. Um, Sleeping, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. Sleeping arrangements on are less than ideal. Um, <laughs> this says Kenny. Is that a guy? He says, we slept in trailers, and they were correctional <laughs> facility beds. The design was to strip us down from our comfort level. Sure. Why? 
Sure. So that makes zero sense to me. Hey, meet someone and fall in love, but feel like sh- crap. Be tired and groggy. You so need craft services. There's some interesting little. So the producer set up the dates. I want to know what that means. Well, you know exactly what that means. Well, you tell me what you think it means because for uh, me, here's what it means. Let's put Jacqueline. Let's put this firecracker over here with um, this, this marshmallow, and see how this works. Marshall the marshmallow. All right. I didn't even do that on purpose. Oh boy. I didn't do that on purpose. Yeah, but I can see that. Um, He's a softy. So so they arrange who sees who. Oh, they know who's. They know what's fire. They they casted these people. Wow. They spent a lot of Netflix's money casting pre pro in this thing. You know they know before they even show up to that warehouse. They're like, oh, I can't wait to get Tim. Do they not together. do the speed dating on the show? That part. So that's no. probably what they do. They do something so, that's, that gives them some initial. All they you have know. Any- all you know is a very Big Brother type. You know, real world type setup where they're living in this giant communal space, sleeping on sofas, which I can't get over. Correctional facility beds. Yeah, they're like in this giant open room, Mm -hmm. eating out of styrofoam boxes. True. And sleeping in their blankets. And then the women are there and thing. And then, like, you know, all of a sudden it's date time. And then they all enter this hallway where they go into these pods where, yes, you cannot see. It's just this um, translucent wall. Gotcha. And um, you can hear them. Yes, you cannot see them. But no, you don't see the speed dating part. But even if you do see the speed dating, the producers have still paired you up with your speed date, it sounds like. So then all the speed dating does is is kind of... Tell the producers it it where sees we who to, has chemistry, yeah, who, who they to want shift, to see more of yeah, or how less do we shift of. Yeah, the show to make it... Yeah. So it's, it's you know, obviously that, that's how they're scripting it. Yeah. Is they, they go through well, and they kind of... Yeah, sure. And so, I would hope they would. I mean... You can't really do anything organic and make it that good. Yeah. I, I hate to say that, but at the same time, you know, um, it's like a TV commercial. Yes, it's 30 seconds, it's 5 seconds, it's 10 seconds, and it looked like it was really easy and cheap, but no, it was expensive, and it took yes. us four days to actually do all the work. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, Expert. So you want to believe that a lot goes into a thing like that. Absolutely. Well, so so when I heard that, I was thinking that, and I trust what you have to say about it because that makes sense, but I'm also thinking when we see them do like little special things in the dates, are the producers saying, okay, we want you to go ad lib a song today, Zach? No, but here's what I bet they do say. Today or this week, we want you to, you're allowed to do, if you can sing, you have a talent, you know, show or display a talent. Um, we're going to put, you know, you can request baking ingredients if you want to cook or bake for your potential, mm-hmm. if you want to draw or, you know, something right. like that right. maybe. I'm sure there's something where they do at a certain stage. To, okay, this is your personality section where you can show something tangible or auditory to show your... Nice. I'm sure that they've... Yeah. It's, it's like Tim said, there's reading. I mean, I, I, I doubt they put them in the fishbowl and let them swim. Mm. I'm sure it's okay. You guys, hey, look. Yeah, well, I mean, we know. We do this, we yeah. say these things, and we kind of have That unscripted this. is only partially unscripted, and, and yeah. First of all, let's look at who's on the show. All social media stars. They're, they are? Well, I will say this. I don't know if On Love is Blind, but Too Hot to Handle. Well, that's different. Why? Because most of those people came from other reality shows. Isn't that true? 
I, well, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't watch other reality I shows, I thought, to be honest. I thought it was. Because I saw the cast. But they do the same thing where they say, oh, this is a speech pathologist or this is, right? Well, yeah. Is they that have a real to give thing? You a, pathologist? A speech path- Is that a real thing? <laughs> yeah, they have to give you a, a backstory slash. Right. That's why you do the family and grew up and she was always vivacious. <laughs> but... Yeah, so, I mean, okay. I just assumed that they all had, that a part of casting was, what's your social media reach? This does this does say that they've got a lot of backlash because they only have, like, beautiful people. So, obviously, they're yeah, looking for... Yeah, I mean, the show's they're, cast They're looking, well. you know, when you apply, they're looking, they're going to look you up online, and obviously, they're going to pick people yeah. that have more of a following. Yeah. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. is... Tall and pretty. Let's face it. And they have to keep like relationship statuses like hidden until like shows air. So if they stay together, well, that makes sense. Or if yeah. they break up, any any little thing cannot be. So revealed. what? So, so what they strict. are they are saying our process is legit though. It might be a little bit scripted or a little weddings bit are legit. Divorces are legit. Are legally binding. Wow. So I mean, it's. I didn't know the. I didn't know the weddings were. Yeah. Are you sure it's go. not. I've never been married, but don't you get? Even if you get married, don't you still have to have it recognized by, officiated by the state, or do something? You have to apply for your license, right? Well, I mean, all they need is whoever the that efficient is. They just have to have whatever. Yeah, they have to be. It's really pretty easy. To be a wedding officiant, I don't know. I've only canceled. You can one. You, you can get it online for like fifty bucks. But bucks. but you have to have a marriage license, right? To do weddings? No, no, no. Oh, he's yeah. saying no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the process of getting married, right, is I'm you, sure they, you have they, to have a marriage yeah, license. They, I'm sure they and, go through all that. Yeah, yeah. They do. But all the ceremony th- itself, just for TV's sake, isn't a binding. It's not a, a full. Yeah, it's not the, a binding marriage agreement. Yeah. The this, is, this is saying this saying if they choose to get married, yes, it's a okay. legally binding right. marriage. That's right. according to. Okay. I just thought it was for TV. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Unless it's Jacqueline, then it's real. And if they, <laughs> because if a couple forever. breaks up, they have to go through the legal separation I, process. I don't so know. it's all. Very interesting. I I want to know about the couple from is it season three. There was a black couple, and he was tall, and she was very, very tiny. Tiana. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiana. Yeah, and, she used um, to be cute, kind of sprightly. Yeah, he kept partying too much. Kept partying way too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was adopted. Yeah. She had a, yeah, she was guarded. Yeah, very guarded. And I liked her, too. She seemed very level. Um, she had her issues. Like, we, none of us come without issues. This is life. I believe that, yo, this is life, right? That's why I like Jackie. You like Jackie? And I bet she has an amazing knife collection. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I told Lenita, I texted Lenita, I said, I don't know it's true, but I can guarantee you the producers had to tell Jackie three times she can't bring her knife on set. <laughs> I mean... No, she's just really, she just... She has a great attitude. No, she she She's she fun. seems like a sweetheart, um, but I think there are some things that need to evolve within her. 
you know. And hey, when it, we were in our 20s, let's be fair. Yes. Because most of these people are late 20s, early 30s. Yes. You're figuring it out, man. Yes. You know? Yes. And this is and this is what I mean. I, I have no ill will at all. Like, I don't, I'm not like judging her, judging her. I'm just saying her, her point of view, I think is a little bit skewed. I think it, uh, not skewed. I would say not helpful, fully helpful to her. Right. Um, I think we all look at somebody like Jackie who is fun and vivacious and gorgeous and right. And we want them to be happy. And then you see her proceeding along in her own way, right? Maybe Marshall is not the one, but I, but the sense that you get, at least the sense I get watching her is it can be anybody. It could be actually, say for instance, we all believe that there's one person designed for you. I feel like this version of her, that person could show up and she wouldn't be able to receive them. I think that she has to break down some walls first. Yeah. Well, that was the same with Mike and Paul. They would never have gotten, unless they were introduced, they would never have clicked or found each other. Hey, are we going to talk about your feelings about Brett? Or should we leave that alone? Oh, yeah, we can leave that one alone. Okay. We can leave that one alone. Could you change your mind? Well, uh, we don't need to talk about it. I just think, um, yeah, no, okay, that's fine. But But if we wanted to talk about Something similar, then we could talk about season one. Do you remember what happened in season one? So the huge controversy in season one was there was the black dude, I don't remember his name. He um, came out to us. Oh, yeah. And said he was bisexual. Yeah. um, To us. But the woman he was dating, he didn't disclose his sexuality to. Yeah. And they fell in love. And then... After she yeah, accepted the ring. a little too long to he, tell her. Yeah. And yeah. her response was even like, why wouldn't you tell me this? No, why did why tell me at all? She said, why tell me at all? Remember? I don't remember her saying, why tell me at all? I yeah. thought she was like, why are you just telling me this? Or maybe that was it. Which I think is fair. Like, yeah, don't I put think, a ring on the finger. I think, yeah. I think bro was gay. Yeah. From the beginning. Yeah. And, you thought he was, and that, and you thought fine, he was gay? I, I, you he know, said he was. He said he was bisexual. Well, I think maybe the show on that wasn't for him. So do you think, I mean, because I thought that was an interesting thing. Well, the timing was a little tacky. His timing of disclosing it to her, and it was hard. At the pool, on the honeymoon. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, really? That's when you say it? Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> maybe uh, you're not, into not okay. Maybe you're not experiment. <laughs> yeah, that was not okay. And you, you of course, understand his fear as a bisexual man, he right? showed no fear, though. That was the problem, too. He showed there no fear to us. There was literally no. Well, true, but I mean, you know. But then he, he cry a little or something, he, or, he, or something. But then he completely. Um, what do you say? He like he talked about how bad her weave was. Like he went like all. I don't know. It was. It was. I felt done. It's fine, but he just changed mid show. You felt like he changed mid show? Yeah, well, he did. In what way? Just because he was mean? He went from, yeah, I mean, first of all, she was gorgeous. Yeah. She was beautiful. Yeah. Um, not that that, you know, whatever. 
Um, you don't have to be beautiful to be. To be loved. Yeah, thank you. Um, but you know what? I mean, just whatever. It's just if you, yeah. On the honeymoon, halfway through the halfway, th- not season. Halfway, yes, halfway through this, halfway through this season. Sorry, I'm hungry. Me too. Um, was bad. T- was a big lack of tact. Yeah, and so I, I felt like for me that was very interesting. We haven't seen anything like that since season one, and I thought it was I. Uh, you know, kind of this, it's very uh, old-fashioned, cisgender, heterosexual couples where um, I thought it was interesting to have somebody in the first season who was like, I'm bisexual, I'm looking for love, this is what I want. He didn't lead with that. You didn't know he was bisexual until halfway through. No, 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 he told us. He did? Yeah, he told... That's why... Maybe he told you. (laughs) That's why there was backlash against her, because they disclosed to the audience, I think, in the first episode, that he was bisexual. Oh. And so we knew we had privileged information that she didn't have. And so when he told her and she responded the way that she did, a lot of people were like, what's the big deal? But we're like, what's the big know. deal? There's also because... a lot of bisexual women who yes. guys do not question once or twice, or at least I have never. I don't think that she questioned his sexuality. Oh. Her questioning was, why didn't you tell me? Which is fair. Oh, oh, oh. Because this well, this right. is an issue of, if we're going to be married, you better you tell better me pick everything. One. Pick one. Yeah, no, tell me everything. Not pick one. Tell me everything. He was dishonest. He he waited until, like you said, very very late in the process. Mm-hmm. She's already got the ring. She right yeah, they were to disclose. Yeah, yeah, to disclose. And f- for me, I don't care. That's which, why I think it was self sabotage on his end. Mm. Why else do you do it on on the honeymoon after you? Just sorry, it's just that's self sabotage. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Let me ruin this while the cameras are still on. Mm. So that you thought that was an opportunism? No, but I don't know. Yeah. So for me, I just thought in season one that contestant was very, I thought they added a layer that has been removed since. Okay. Yeah. Well. I'm right. curious to see what season five has. Season four is not even over, and I'm with you. I cannot wait. Till well, the they put season. season three and four in the same calendar, in the same 12-month period. Oh, my goodness. They? Yes, so I didn't even fast. know that happened until I, I just I know. happened to catch it. I, I and think, then you texted me yes. or Tim texted me or someone told me. Yeah, I was like, are you watching season four? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't even know it had dropped. I didn't either. Um, but good I didn't them. know it was coming. It, it was such a surprise, a good surprise. And they should stack them. And maybe that's why they can't revise the shows, because maybe they recorded them back to back, you yeah. know, in such a manner that, you know, there was no time to, to make adjustments in between. But uh, Yeah, anyway. once you got a good format, I think you can just pop them oh, out. Oh, until yeah. bleed it until it's yeah. until there's no shelf life left, of course. I please. But hmm. um all right, let's wrap this up so we can go eat. Ah, nom nom. Same. Well, Anita, thank you for coming by. It is always a pleasure. I can't wait to come because I still owe you an interview. 
I want to come interview you on your own oh. podcast. <laughs> oh, that don't laugh at that. Nasty. Don't laugh at that. <laughs> I'm so serious. Well, let's get through Love is Blind first. <laughs> okay. Because we have to see what happens. We have to It see. could be so explosive, you have to come back. Yes. Or maybe we should have to wait till next season. Yeah, let's wait till next season, but don't try to... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When you evade, no, you come by all the time. You can you come by anytime, especially when you get all of your new awards and all of your recognitions. You should come by and talk about them. Well, I appreciate that, but I, the next time I'm here, I want to interview you. All right, we'll see. <laughs> That'll be boring. <laughs> it will not. All right, let's get You're out so of here. So much fun. Let's shake my all hand. Right, bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Little Agency That Roars podcast. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on FasoniPartners.com under podcast. Be sure to subscribe, be sure to like, and leave a review. If you want to submit an interview or submit yourself for an interview, please email roar at FasoniPartners.com. That's R-O-A-R at FasoniPartners.com. Thanks. <laughs>